0: N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences, knock it out the park This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris, of course S-G-R This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk homie. me New York, Yankee Sports Talk Record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas
1: welcome back this is episode 330 of the nyyst podcast we're live on nyy news tv i'm your host christian and i'm with s
0: g r what up oh nice you got the r uh, the until, they hit,
1: until they hit tampa bro the pirates have been probably the story of major league baseball so far this year for sure definitely <laughs> one of the bigger surprises so
0: far yeah
1: mine for sure Okay, so this is the Pittsburgh Pirates podcast.
0: Okay,
1: okay. all right. So we, we, we can Break okay. down the Brian Reynolds. Uh, oh, uh contract can, extension. Very, mm-hmm. very team friendly deal. Okay. Very team friendly. I love it. We can re-sign this guy that I never heard of before. Yeah, okay. no. Hopefully
0: Bednar can come back. I think he's. Oh he's yeah, him, him, him that guy. Yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right yeah. yeah. No, yes, good times. We're we're in good for first place, baby. Are the Yankees? Are the Yankees still in last place? Did they climb uh, out after
1: these last couple games here?
0: Let's pull up the standings here. We got the MLB standings. The Yankees are still in last place. Oh, okay,
1: okay. It's May. It's May fourth, and the Yankees are in last place. All mm-hmm. Right. Yeah,
0: seventeen and fifteen.
1: And so they're ten and fifteen when when uh, everybody else starts, and they're seven and zero when Garrett Cole starts.
0: Wild. And, but how many wins did the A's have? The A's only have six wins. So Garrett Cole has so Garrett more Cole wins. Cole has more wins than the, than the A's.
1: See, when I tweeted out the preview of the show, I said that we'll talk, say something positive about this team when we find it. And there it is, Garrett Cole. Or the Yankees have more wins when Garrett Cole pitches than the A's do in totality this season.
0: And, and people complain that he's not worth the money. He's worth more than a whole franchise. This is true. Huh? Is it? Does he make more than the Oakland A's? Is that definitely? They're definitely on that list. He probably, he probably makes more than the A's, the Royals, the Pirates combined.
1: Speaking of the speaking of the Royals, I think the Royals have a, a pretty decent payroll. But speaking of the Royals, for anybody that missed this today, uh, our old friend Arolas Chapman uh, came in and tried to close out a game today. Do you want to, for anybody that missed this? <clears throat> Rollers Chapman in his outing today, he walked three batters balked gave up four stolen bases and then gave up a go ahead to run hit
0: man and you know what's funny too he's been pretty at least what i've seen from him highlights clips people talking about him he's been pretty good up to this point and then <clears> now <throat> with this happening it's like all right there he is there's there, there's there, the there he, there,
1: there he is there's a roll this chap so let's
0: see the active payroll for the athletics is 35 million what is what does cole make a year 36 so he, he <laughs> makes more than an entire payroll franchise and he that is wild. wins more and yeah. I,
1: I didn't get a chance to read it because i was really busy today and i don't know why i was just scrolling to find something that they might have a snag and move into vegas
0: ah too bad too bad they can't stay there, bro. No, nah, it's bad. It, I mean, the, the attendance was – it was clocked in at like 2,500 the other night. It, it didn't even look like there was that that's many pro- people And there. that's
1: probably just sold tickets.
0: I bet you have right. to, nah, to it, show up. It looked like in the hundreds, man. Pretty sad.
1: We're avoiding uh, talking about the Yankees. Yeah. We're, We're avoiding bad. it. It's like right. when you have to have that big fight with your significant other and you know yes. that you guys are going to say some shit yeah. that you're going to regret and yeah, you just – Doing Wait some small morning. talk first mm-hmm. before you before you get into it. That's kind of what we're doing here.
0: Yeah, a little bit warm the water
1: a little bit here. You know, in the water here. Let's, uh, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> Garrett Cole uh, pitched on a on a today's Thursday. He pitched on Tuesday night, and uh, he was okay. I mean, he went six innings, gave up two runs, and he was okay. He, you can see that he didn't have his best stuff, but man. The thing about Garrett Cole this year is that he he hasn't blown up. I mean, seven starts, uh, not one pitch has left the ballpark that he's thrown. Okay. I mean, that's a significant that's improvement. Stat, yeah. That's, that's a significant wild. improvement over last year. And then I believe um did they cause Tuesday was my daughter's birthday. I she okay. turned three. So, uh, I don't know if my wife's letting her watch it or not, but you know, daddy loves you. Happy birthday. Oh, okay. Um, so we didn't get home until probably like the third or fourth inning. Cause you know, took her out to eat and, you know, took her to build a bear, all the things sure. you do for a three-year-old birthday. Okay.
0: Nice. And, um, sounds like a good birthday. I, I might, you know, build a bear for your birthday. That's a good b- big day right there. Look into okay. that. And it, what did he
1: do? He in the second inning, it was he he started the inning with a walk and a hit by pitch and two on, no out. Right? Is that how it started? Because it was yeah. the game on my phone. And then, what, and then I it, think it was bases loaded, no outs. No base. It might have been bases loaded, no out, but I know yeah. he walked and he hit hit a batter to it start was. the inning, and say. he was like in real trouble. And then he struck the next three guys out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, well, that's it. that's the difference between Garrett Cole in twenty twenty three and the Garrett Cole that we've kind of seen. What's
0: up? No, sorry, I didn't mean a gesture like that. But what was so that was the fifth inning then that he had the double play, the botched double play. It wasn't his last inning. He came back out and had a quick one, or or was, it was able. to the get out of It was a third inning,
1: I think. He got nicked for a couple of runs. Oh, okay, he...
0: that was yeah that that one. The
1: botched double play might have been in
0: Texas. Oh man, dude. Yeah, I know oh. it's been a
1: it's been a crazy few. It's kind days. of blurred.
0: yeah. A uh... lot of games in a row. <clears throat> I've been sick for
1: most of the last week. That's why I've, I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize in advance for the constant clearing of my throat. I feel a lot better today, but I still have that That's residual buildup back there. Uh, and I went to a wedding on Saturday. Congratulations to Brandon and Kristen on their nuptials. Uh, you know, uh, brand, uh, for long-time listeners of the show, yes, the same Brandon of Brandon Randini Fitness, who used to be a sponsor of the podcast way uh, wow. back in the day. Okay?
0: Awesome. Um man. Congrats. <clears throat>
1: And then Monday we had a very important family event that uh, I was out most of the night, and then Tuesday was my daughter's birthday. So we just have had a lot of stuff going on, trying to catch up on everything here with the Yankees. And uh, but <clears throat> as I was saying here with Garrett Cole, like that second inning when he was in that type of trouble, you could have banked on it. He's given up at least three, maybe four runs in that inning in previous seasons, you know. And it's just like a. A switch goes off for him, and then he ended up getting nicked up for a couple runs in the uh, in the third there. But he gives up two runs over six. If that's a bad Garrett Cole performance, you're going to take that ten times out of ten, because he Absolutely. buckled down, he grinded, he got the team you know into the seventh inning. And it's if they would have lost that game, it wouldn't have been his fault. And those are the types of things that you look from look for from your ace. Now, the things that pissed me off about that game is really nothing to do with Garrett Cole. It has everything to do with the Boone head. Boone head, see what I did there? Nice, dude. The, the Boone head manager of the New York Yankees, <laughs> Aaron Boone. Okay, if you look back at Garrett Cole's previous two starts against Toronto and Texas – Garrett Cole was pulled when he was in much better control of the game, when he had much better stuff, was pulled before he hits 100 pitches in both of those games. This is a game here where he gives up a hit in the sixth inning and he's over 100 pitches. And you can mm-hmm. say to yourself, I could see now where Boone pulls him because this has been an absolute grind for him. No, this is the game that Aaron Boone leaves him in and to,
0: to face that final batter. You know, and it's just, it's got to go back to those analytics, man. It's got to be that he had better numbers against those guys that were coming up than he did in his previous outing.
1: This is what the problem is. And let's just go right into it, bro. Let's just, let's go right into it here. Let's do it. Because Brian Cashman's going to feel it and Aaron Boone's going to get it right now. You have to have a better feel for the game than Aaron Boone has. Okay. We've witnessed it three times in this series. Well, maybe not so much against Garrett Cole because I don't have as much of a problem with it, with Garrett Cole letting him in, obviously, because that's your ace. But you look at the previous history, the last two starts, you're pulling the guy before he hits 100 pitches when you shouldn't have. And then this is the game where maybe, you know, you curtail him a little bit because he grinded his ass off and then you let him go to the extra batter. Make it make sense to me.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a boon-headed decision.
1: A boon-headed decision, okay?
0: There, and it's over-managing too in a way, and it's it's only May, and he's doing this, and it, it gets such it's so magnified in October that I don't know it's going to be even worse then, right?
1: Hey, night Let's travel back to Monday night, right? Okay. Didn't really. I the I came home when Boonhead pulled Herman from the game i'm file. i'm trying my I, I really couldn't i was in a situation where i couldn't even look at my phone for like an hour and a half and when i did i said holy shit this game's in the eighth inning already
0: yeah it, went, it flew
1: and then i we're driving home at the bottom of the eighth inning i said to my wife wow like the pitch clock is like this is exactly what they want from the pitch clock we're gonna go to the ninth inning it's not even nine o'clock
0: yet yeah it wasn't it was like 10 to nine at that point
1: at home Herman gives up the hit, 88 pitches. Here comes here comes Boonhead, right? And I'm saying to myself, like, normally, and I'm going to be fair about this because I think this is the way we have to operate. We have to be fair about things. Normally, yes, I would have screened my friggin' head off about Boone pulling a pitcher 88 pitches when he's been dominant the entire game, but it's Domingo Herman. So I'm a little more reserved in that because. It's Domingo Herman, bro. Like we we just saw his last start where he was, he was getting hit around like a ping pong ball, but then his previous start from that he was he was dominant. So yeah. you just never know with Domingo Herman. My big problem was going to Clay Holmes more so than pulling Herman in that situation. And I know people are going to disagree with me, and that's absolutely fine. But we've seen that Clay Holmes is not the guy. If you're going to give Clay Holmes the the ninth. You have to give him the ninth inning. You can't let him in to clean up somebody's mess because we've seen him make more of a mess. He might be, he might have, I don't want to say as much, but he possesses as much gasoline to pour on a fire as a as Chapman does. We've seen that now,
0: right? Yeah, he's totally had those same uh signs of a Chapman effect where he's, you know, losing control. He doesn't have it, and you kind of know right away, all right, we're in trouble.
1: Oh, and he had that little bleeder, or whatever it was. They don't make the play, you know, and that kind of lets the inning get out of control. He leaves. It's two two. You want to blame Wandy because he, he walked the guy with the bases loaded. That's uh, and that was ultimately the winning run. Mm-hmm. Okay, but all these things are set into motion when Aaron Boone gets this, and I'm not gonna. I just you know, it's like he he gets he gets excited. It's like. and I don't know how to I don't know how to make the analogy here, but it's like he think like he's gonna get rewarded, like he's gonna get a candy bar for making a pitching change. You know? It's like, oh, I did something good. Can I have my candy bar? Yeah, here's my lollipop, man. Yeah, it's like a lollipop or something. Like because it's because it's clay holmes in that situation, you know, let maybe you let Herman try to finish the game. But I understand and and when I watched the post game on Monday night, it was like Aaron Boone felt more com it's like he knew he was going to be screwed either way because Domingo Herman could have been left in a situation there where he hangs one boom two, two now. and you know the Yankees could end up losing the game because Herman gives it up or Holmes comes in, screws up, and then they lose. And it was almost like he had to pick and choose between which excuse he liked huh. better, and he liked giving the Clay Holmes excuse better than he did than, than had it been uh, Domingo Herman because I believe didn't he say something to the effect of uh, you know Herm- Herman has a propensity to give up home runs in that situation and in- Holmes blah yeah, blah and blah what, and Ramirez
0: whatever. Ramirez was coming up he has yeah, so. you know, he can hit, hit hit the long ball but yeah I mean I think hopefully this is the last time we see Clay Holmes come into a game with inherited runners, right? He's got to kind of start these innings off with a clean slate. And that's, that's the case for a lot of closers. Wouldn't you say that, that they would prefer to come in clean slate, nobody on start it and finish it.
1: Some of them can't handle cleaning up a mess.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I've
1: we have seen that from, from various closers through the years that they have issues cleaning up somebody else's mess. Now you go to last night's game, right? Where the Yankees were lucky to win that game. They got, uh, they won in spite of of the managing. Okay. Um, it was destined, uh, well, the Yankees.
0: What was the score last night? Four three final. Yeah. But in 10.
1: It was in 10. The Yankees tied the game in the ninth, right? It was 2 2, wasn't it? It was 2 2. Yes. Going into the top of the ninth. I'm sorry, guys. Like, my, like I said, it's just been yeah. a long week. My mom was a long week, dude. It's all right. Um, Two two top of the ninth, right? And who and now in a span of three days here, he does this twice, where he removes somebody who's dealing in the ninth inning to go to claim Holmes, and it blows up in his friggin' face. Okay, now Ron Marinaccio is in the game. Ron Marinaccio is dealing, and if you've been listening to the show, you know Ron Marinaccio is my pick to be the closer. I think he he's best suited for it. Yeah, Michael King was was was. was Dominant and back of Garrett Cole on mm-hmm. on on um on Tuesday night there, but I think the Yankees like to have King one game, two or three innings, and you lose him for a couple games. Whereas if he's going to close, you don't have that luxury. You're going to need him every night, and we don't know. Maybe, maybe King can't respond on back to back nights. We don't know. We haven't seen it, right? So I kind of just like let's just leave King alone right now. We found yeah. a role that works for him. Let's just leave him alone right now. It was like, let's not reinvent the wheel with Michael King right now, because we've seen the Yankees try to reinvent the wheel. And then the fucking thing doesn't spin. Right. Right. Okay. So Marinaccio's in the game, two outs. You get one more out. You go to the bottom of ninth. You can try to win the game there or go to the extra innings. Boonhead comes out of the gate, comes out, pulls Marinaccio. <laughs> Brings in Holmes before you know it. It's three to two, right? Yep. And Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I, I sent you guys the clip, right? I sent you guys the clip of uh, what he said post game. He said the only debate he had was whether or not to let Ron Marinaccio go another batter or give Clay Holmes a clean tenth inning. Is not the debate was not going to Clay Holmes,
0: Aaron. Which- does that even make sense at that point?
1: Oh, it, it it makes zero sense. Again, read the room. What the guy? If he get if Ron Marinaccio gives up a five hundred foot home run to the next batter, no one's second guessing you because the guy was dealing. You're going to a guy that nobody has any faith in right now, mm-hmm. and who would have been much better served to come in to get a full inning there. What is the point of making that pitching change, other than for the sake of making a pitching change in that point?
0: Right, and and at that point, you're saying, well, then he must have been at a ridiculous amount of pitches in the thirty or forty range, but he was only at twenty three pitches at that time. Let him get one more batter, absolutely yeah, could have let him with get one with more seventeen batter. strikes out of those twenty three. So clearly, he had his his good stuff, Marianaccio.
1: Last night, you had no worries about Ron Maranaccio. And then here and then here we go, right? Line drive out to left field. IKF can't make the play. Next batter, you know, it falls mm-hmm. in no man's land. Harrison Bader gets hurt. He has to come out of the game, run scores, right? So I tweet. I tweet, it's time. This is this is the exact tweet right here.
0: Let's let's sure. go to it. Yeah, pull that thing up. Let me hear that pull tweety. It.
1: All right, we're gonna pull it up, not pull okay. it out.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Okay.
1: Aaron Boone has to be fired. That's twice in this series alone. He went to the bullpen in the ninth inning to remove a guy that was dealing to go to Clay Holmes, and it cost the Yankees dearly, right? You know, you think universally people would be in agreement with that, right? hmm Some of the responses. Can't blame Holmes for that inning. IKF should have caught the ball. Let me explain something to you, Jabroni. What is Clay Holmes there to do? Is Clay Holmes out there to give up rockets to the left fielder? Mm-mm. Clay Holmes on it when he's on his game. What does he do? Induce weak contact?
0: Maybe yeah, that sinker, guy out that with sinker that, ball with that, down.
1: With, that, with that, that nasty sinker and his slider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't give Clay Holmes a pass for for giving up a line drive to the outfield that maybe a regular outfielder catches, but still they, you know that the guy squared the ball up on him. He just hit a right. line drive that probably should have been caught. It's not like Clay Holmes uh executed in that situation.
0: No, because if he executed it, he wouldn't have even put the ball in play like that to begin with.
1: There's another one. How about the players do their job? Okay, fine, great. Players can players were doing their job, like Ron Marinaccio was doing his friggin' job, and Aaron Boone went out there and pulled him from the game.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I and and then and then the post game from there, right? Is a quote of him saying something along the lines of zero hesitation to make that decision. So it's it doesn't seem like there's any there's another
1: one. We won. Who cares? Uh because he did it two days before and they didn't Mm -hmm. win, asshole. How about that one?
0: Right. And it's and it's happened a lot now with with Holmes.
1: Guys have to understand something. We're not coming on this show every week to complain for the sake of friggin' complaining. If you don't realize what you're watching is a problem, then you are a brainwashed Friggin' fool, okay? This is what the YPM, they live for people like you, okay? To not realize that Aaron Boone is a terrible, terrible manager. You know, and we're going to get to Brian Cashman in a few minutes, but Brian Cashman sat there yesterday in a a media scrum, and nobody pushed him on anything. Mm -hmm. And why don't you have a left fielder? Ryan, why is Aaron Boone still the manager of his team? Don't you disagree with his pitching decisions?
0: Yeah, I definitely haven't loved what I've seen, uh, and it, especially when you have guys like Marinaccio that are doing the job. So it's just like we don't need to have to, we don't need to take him out in those moments. And it's kind of been an issue with him more so when it's magnified in October, and we're seeing it now. And this is just the you know a precursor of what's to come.
1: Trevino, right? Who mm-hmm. who went and had Tommy John surgery this week? So what a fucking trade that turned out to be. Okay, what a trade that turned out to be. Aaron Boone, this dumbass thought it was a better move in the in Game Three of the AOCs, where if you lose, you are fucking done. To put Lou Trevino in the game over his goddamn ace. Yeah, guys, nice. he has not improved in iota from 2018 when we sat here and we said we had booners for boone and we watched boone in 2018 it's because we saw the potential there of him being a good manager he has gotten progressively worse every year to the point where pete says it and i can't disagree with it he's the worst manager in baseball
0: when you have the pieces the yankees have and it's not really translating and yeah but again though They are very injured, so he he doesn't have a lot to work with, and that might not all be on Boone. But the decisions that he has been making, especially these last couple of weeks when it's been a grind, have been questionable, for sure.
1: You can help your team out
0: by the decisions you make if they're Mm -hmm. injured, and he's not doing that. Right, he's making it harder for for them, pretty much. So, say hard. Aaron
1: Boone is not... And I want to be wrong. I want everybody to come and attack me, just verbally eviscerate me in November. You're wrong. You were stupid. We won. Ha ha. I want to be wrong so yeah, bad. of course. I don't see this frigging guy being being of sound mind to lead the Yankees to a World Series. I just don't see it.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't really shown much for you to think that. I mean, I get it. They've won, what, 100-plus in most of his... Uh, I guess in all of his full seasons here? Oh, not last year. They went All right, no. yeah, 99. Oh, yeah, right. Did it for Judge. So, I mean, he's the wins are there, but again, like I keep going back to October, October. It's because not, the Yankees will make the playoffs. They'll make the postseason. It's when these games are heightened that they fall apart. And Boone's not helping to put them back together. The boom oh, Ryan,
1: but No, he's not Ryan because the guy's just not cut out for being the manager of the New York Yankees. It's just it's pretty it's pretty obvious that he's just not he's not the guy. He's just not the guy, man. I don't know any other way to say it. Like how much more do we have to watch of him?
0: A lot more, right? Because he just re-signed yeah, guys and
1: uh, yeah, right, he signed uh he was re-signed after uh, last uh after uh the 2021 season.
0: And really, who's the last Yankee manager to be fired? Was Buck Showalter fired in 95 before they brought on Ty- Torrey, or was he just not brought back? Cuz that, that cuz you know, you could keep going back and back. Joe Girardi was not fired. He just wasn't brought back. Joe Torrey wasn't fired. His his contract came up. Aaron Boone was that same situation last year. His contract was up. If they wanted to part ways, that was the time to do it. If they didn't want to have some sort of drama behind it or or, or lose money in, in, in it. All right, anyway. So
1: it depends on, it's a he said, he said thing. Uh, okay.
0: You know, uh, some people right. say
1: Buck was fired and yeah. Buck's people say that he resigned yeah. from the position. Yeah.
0: You know, I don't like to talk about it too much. I don't like to talk about it. You know, they didn't do it. I, I didn't like what happened. I didn't like what happened, but they, you know they—they they didn't do right by me, why so I went to mess.
1: I don't know how much these last two games have masked the stink that was around Yankee Stadium uh, after Monday night, but it was nice that the Yankees got a couple of wins here to to kind of pull their nose up a little bit and get above five hundred. They're still not scoring runs. I mean, I believe it was uh, Tuesday at some, it might have been Tuesday when I tweeted. Uh, about Calhoun, uh, Hicks, uh, IKF, and um, who's the other idiot? Trevino? Hicks, Calhoun, oh, Franchi Cordero, uh, right, about right. how um, they all have negative wars, and they were they all had sub-600 OPSs, and just this just being the Yankees, right? Tell me how this makes sense, that the guy with the highest war and the highest OPS was the one that wasn't on the team. Who's that? was franchi cordero he he was only a negative 0.1 war and his ops was like 580 or 580 something or 560 something so he had the best numbers out of those four guys and he was the one that was on the team
0: not good not good and i and i don't really
1: bad and i know that ops i don't really a lot of these advanced numbers and somebody's gonna say ops plus is an advance it's advanced for me okay um I know a hundred is like league average. You know Aaron Hicks's OPS plus is ten. That is pretty bad. <laughs> it's ten. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't make it up, bro. You cannot make it up. And you know, credit to Willie Calhoun after my tweet about him. He's come through in the last two games. He had the uh he had the home run that broke the tie in um in Tuesday's game, and then mm-hmm. he had to tie, and then he tied the game in, uh, uh, in in Wednesday's game. So credit to Willie Calhoun, man. You know, it's the same thing with, like, Franchi, dude. Can we get him hot for two weeks?
0: Right. Right, because then the drop's going to come. Because once, once pitchers figured out to just keep throwing breaking balls to Cordero, he got sent to Scranton.
1: Oh, um, let's see if we can get Willie Calhoun hot for two weeks, man. Yes. It's, it's some, something, just some, something to hang your head on, bro. Sure. You know, like the only, there's two reasons to watch this team every day other than, uh, you know, that you, just that you're a diehard fan. And I guess one of them, it's really only one and it's Anthony Volpe. I, I love watching this kid play baseball right now. Uh, the overall numbers don't, again, like we said last week, the overall numbers don't really jump off the page at you, but he's doing a lot of things really well right now. And and that home run the other night that he hit, and somebody pointed this out, and it's he's learning how to hit at Yankee Stadium. He realizes that he can reach the porch pretty easily out there. So as long as he keeps doing that, man, he's gonna he's he's gonna continue he to blossom into being a really good big leaguer. And the other guy is Garrett Cole, but we only get to see him once every five mm-hmm. days. So right now, with Judge on the IL and. You know, the Yankees were playing fucking footsie over there. Like, oh, we're going to put him on. We're not going to put him on. We're going to play shorthanded. You know, we're going to make a decision in a half hour. Then it's fucking four hours later and he's still not on the I.L. Just watch how they handle this. And you can understand why this team is so disheveled. Because they can't even figure out what to do with their best player. You knew he wasn't going to play for at least four days. I.L. him. Let him rest. Losing Judge for six days in April and May is much more beneficial to you than trying to jerk around with this and then possibly get it worse and he wound up on the il anyway and you're playing shorthanded when you can't even score as
0: it is yeah and you know that too it you think any? You think Judge might have had something to do with that too? Maybe hiding how how much how hurt he was to try and I mean, stay it's up there as the It's possible. He's captain. done it
1: before. I mean, we remember in 2019 when he like had a fucking collapsed lung and didn't say anything to anybody, right? <laughs> he yeah, wanted to, to play in the postseason or broken ribs or whatever the hell he did late in the season when he dove for that ball
0: against the Angels. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, look, I get it, I get it for the postseason, but now you you got to just ride it out and then. Take some time take take some time to recover once he once but right absolutely once he got pulled
1: out of that game right and you heard him post game and he said and he said himself a couple days, it's an automatic I l stint I don't know why we had to play this freaking game
0: yep you said it
1: and it's because... and and with position players, it's ten days, okay, you knew you were losing them for at least four. What's the big deal? I mean, I understand that we can't play. We're not scoring right now. And it's Aaron Judge, but his health is way more important than these than than anything. Because if you lose him for 30, 40, 50 games, just cash it in right now.
0: Yeah. And then what happens when you try to play through injury? Sometimes you just make it worse. Make it worse yeah. And then, yeah and that
1: whole hip. that whole day it was like he's gonna go take BP, and then it's like he's not gonna take BP. And then it was like he's gonna do a light workout, and then we'll have a decision in a half hour. And then it's like you know, and it's like 10 minutes before game time and they still haven't made a decision. It's just like this team is not run well. It's yeah. just not it's not run well. Like you can see just, just the way that they handle those situations that this team is pissed piss poorly managed.
0: Seems like a a bit of like indecisiveness almost, right? Like they just don't want to pull the trigger on any sort of decision that they need to make.
1: We alluded to the angels before, right? And this was this was from Monday's uh Fiasco, or it might have been Tuesday. I don't remember anymore, but I tweeted this. And I said, we make fun of the Angels because they have Otani and Trout and can't put a team around them. The Yankees are just the East Coast Angels. We have Judge and Cole and can't put a team around them. Okay? People agree with me, and then most people are like, you're stupid. We make the playoffs every year. The Angels don't make the playoffs in 10 years. Let me explain something to you. You are the possession of the yankee propaganda machine they love you so much because you probably not only buy four or five chicken buckets a game but you take them home you serve your kids out of them you know that's the type of person you are because you fall for this bullshit okay is the goal and look i said this a couple weeks ago and i stand by it right it's not always all about October. You have to take enjoyment out of watching 162 baseball games. You have to take enjoyment out of, out of special moments during the course of the season, right? Would I have traded 62 for a World Series last year? Yeah, absolutely I would have. And anybody that disagrees with me, I, I think you're silly. I honestly, I think there's something wrong with you because the ultimate goal of being a fan is, wa- is watching a championship, not your star player breaking a record. But they didn't win the World Series, so that whole chase... That was the highlight of the year. It took enjoyment out of that. That's memories. Joe always have them, right? Mm-hmm. Just like we said earlier this year, being there when Volpe hit his first home run. Judges' first home run is first at-bat his first at batter's captain hitting a home run. You know, cold through that shutout. These are moments and memories, and these are enjoyable things about watching a regular season. But the goal here is to win the World Series. We're if you think it's okay, if you're you were one of the people that were arguing me with that tweet, we make the playoffs every. So is now what you want to do? Do you want to hang wild card series appearance banners in Yankee Stadium? Is that what you want? Is this is, is making the playoffs every year satisfactory to you, or do you want more out of this team? Do you want more out of this organization? This team has done not. This organization has not done a good job of finishing the. St- to steal a to, to steal a WWE line to finish of finishing the story, they have not done a good job of that. Okay, you have a couple pieces in place, but they don't, they have never gone over the top to really say we got probably the best position player in baseball, we got probably the best pitcher in baseball. Let's make sure we don't waste their primes. But every year now they are doing that's all they do is, is waste the primes of Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. Jesus Christ, dude, we could be looking back at 10 years right now with the trajectory that the Yankees are on and saying, how the fuck did we have Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole not win a World Series?
0: And then, and you know, a lot of people say, well, the competition's steeper than when they, you know, won all those World Series back in the day. And I get that, sure, but who's been in it? Every, it's every, it's the same team every single year that's stopping you. The same couple, handful of teams that, that get in your way that are taking what you used to be and are, are, Doing it to you now. The Astros, the Red Sox, the Rays—those three teams. That's it. Those three teams have stopped the Yankees from from getting to the World Series and being the team that we remember them to be. So it's not a matter of st- steep competition that's keeping them there. Yeah, you get to the playoffs; it's a crapshoot. We've seen it before in the past, but they are the New York Yankees, and they can't get over the hump.
1: Oh, they can't get over to the hump. And it's because of the general manager. He cannot do his job properly. And again, you know, when people are like, oh, how's cheap? Fuck you. He's cheap. This, t- this is a two hundred million payroll. How is that cheap? You want to blame Hal Steinbrenner for anything? Blame him for not doing what it not getting rid of the general manager. That's what you have to blame him for. Now right. wake up, bro. No, but you know what it is? you know, somebody said this to me. oh, He doesn't care if the Yankees are good. And he does care if the Yankees are good. That's why he paid Aaron Judge $360 million. They have to be good. But to how the Yankees only have to be good to a point to keep the – to because bad baseball teams have empty stadiums in July, August, and September, okay? Mm-hmm. So you have to at least give the illusion that this is a World Series team, give them the illusion that this team can make a, a real significant run – and then you keep people coming into the ballpark, and then you know you might get a round or two of extra concessions in 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 the postseason. But that's all he's willing to go to, because he could have easily gone way past two eighty. But that's but then again, that's still not him being cheap. Because if you are giving a general manager a budget of two hundred eighty million dollars to build a baseball team, this should baseball team should not have this many holes in it. It just shouldn't.
0: No, I mean, th- th- think of how much money that is. Think of how much the, the average salary is for these guys. And it's just, there's there's so much more that they could build with nearly $300 million than what we're seeing out there.
1: That the Yankees have to sit here and rely on guys like Willie Calhoun to win two games for them in the course of a week. Are you Are we serious right now? Yeah. And I know Oswald Peraza has not hit well, and now and then it seemed like he got hurt yesterday. But it's supposed to be like your second or third ranked prospect, and you'd rather watch him get splinters in his ass than play him.
0: Yeah, and you know you're saying you were saying how it's kind of just like they're 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 doing just enough to get people in the ballpark, spending their money, and it's really you've seen it over the last five years. This it, it's a it's a sport. But they, it's also a business, and there needs to be some sort of balance, and it, and there really isn't a balance now. The scale is so heavily in favor of this being run as a business rather than uh, a game, and and it's, I mean, it's genius in terms of money making and, and a, bi- a business strategy. It's it's brilliant that they they do this because. What what matters more, 162 games or 28 games? I know the 28 games are heightened and you get more ad revenue and all of that, but you have 162 games there. You're getting loyal fans coming to your ballpark, selling out, high rates in attendance, people watching. Yes Network's the, the most-watched local program in, in the country right there, at least in the tri-state. But I want to say it's in, in, in the entire U.S. Probably more people are the watch Yes, state
1: regional, uh, yeah. network the regional sports networking. Yeah,
0: country. so, I mean, as far as business goes – it's it's brilliant what they're doing. They're they're maximizing their profits and and it's great for for their their pockets. But it's just if you have that m- mindset, that mentality that you need to have as a Yankee fan, it's World Series or bust. I don't care about making the postseason. I I watch these games. Just it's kind. Of, I I always say this to you, Christian. I, I use the phrase glorified spring training. That's what this needs to these 6 months are glorified spring training for the New York Yankees. They need to get ready for October and that's when the season begins. And you mentioned something here that this team is being run
1: like a business and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because if you look throughout all the four major sports how many owners are really like George Steinbrenner, where they're passionate about whether the or Mark Cuban, where they're passionate about whether the team wins or loses. Most of them are businessmen that can afford to own a ba- to own a sports team, and they just they do the problem, right. and then they let somebody else run it for them. The, the The issue with Hal Steinbrenner is that he's letting Brian Cashman run his team, and he's just he he he's not doing a good job of it. Like I don't understand how you can sit there. And look at what Brian Cashman did last year, and think that he deserves a a four year contract extension off of that. Okay, that just shows me that you're just happy to have somebody in place that you like. that You're not right. really concerned with what he does mostly, because you know I any owner would sit there and look and say, how many trades did you make last year? I made four trades, more or less, right? Well, what have they done? Well, Andrew Benintendi, uh, he was good for us, and then he got hurt, and now he doesn't play here anymore. Okay, well, you know, okay, he, he didn't want to play here. Let's just say that. He didn't want to play here. Okay, fine. What else did you do? Oh, well, we traded for Scott Frost, supposed to be a good piece of our bullpen. Well, how's he doing? Uh, we'll see him next year. He's got Tommy John surgery. <laughs> okay, okay. Um what was your you know, what was your big offensive move? You said we needed to upgrade the offense. Well, I got Josh Donaldson in IKF. Okay. Good. Uh so IKF is our shortstop. No, he plays left field now. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh and what about what about this guy, Josh Donaldson I'm hearing about? He's he's gotta be our third baseman, right? No, actually, actually he's hurt. No, he's we hurt call too. him
0: Wash Donaldson now.
1: Yeah, we call him Wash Donaldson now. Speaking of IKF
0: here, we got a super chat from Ra. Ra, what's up, bro? Ra says, Yankees have to move IKF out of the outfield before he kills everyone. (laughs) He's never played there before, and he's a liability. Also, can the Yankees just play Peraza? They're killing his value. That's a good point with IKF just being a liability out there that he doesn't know how to play the position. And you saw it last night. That was Bader's ball. Yeah
1: okay, so okay, okay okay so uh, before everybody's hurt, and the one guy that's healthy doesn't play the position that we traded him for, yeah, yeah, that sounds okay, okay, what else did you do? Well, I got Frankie Montas, and he's supposed to be our number two, okay, right? okay, so what is he doing uh he's he's rehabbing right now after a shoulder surgery, who
0: knows what he's doing, uh-huh. okay, and uh but
1: i but I did get Lou Trevino in
0: that deal too
1: well, I, Okay, what's he
0: doing? Uh, Tommy John surgery. Oh, I thought you said Scott. I thought you said Efros had the Tommy John surgery. Oh, no, 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 they both did. Oh, they both, <laughs> they both. So two of the guys you traded for needed Tommy John surgery, and the other one. Well, what about any big offseason moves this year that you made? That that anything big? Uh, that... Yeah,
1: yeah, I got Carlos Rodon.
0: Oh, how's he? How's he look, dude? He was I'm, what second you know, or third probably, in scion last
1: year. You know, maybe Saturday when people because it's supposed to be a nice day. Maybe when people are out not paying attention, I'm just going to announce that he's done for the year. <laughs> the Yankees are sending Rodon for more tests because they can't figure out what's wrong with him. He's not in pain; he just doesn't feel right.
0: Someone, someone said it made me laugh. One of the comments on that is like, "Yeah, he, I think I think Carlos Rodon is just aging." He's just going through the pains of getting older, of, like, waking up, and you just kind of have a backache. He got three kids,
1: bro. Like, that, <laughs> that's what happens.
0: Oh, I I just I don't know, man. I'm not going to knock the Rodon move. I won't knock that. No, I can't either yet. because no. like,
1: we all wanted him, but it's just it, – Oh, and who else? What Didn't you sign another pitcher, Brian? Yeah, yeah, we brought back Tommy King. You like Tommy. Oh, yeah, Tommy, oh, Tommy. Oh, man, a great wow, guy. nice reunion there. Yeah, yeah, well, how's he doing?
0: You don't want to know. He's hurt. Those tight pants, looking good. Still haven't seen him.
1: Well, I mean, it's just amazing. Like, how do you get to keep your job after doing all that?
0: I I just I don't know. I mean, I know it. I know this game is a game of failure. You know, you you get it, you only get on three out of ten times, and you're an all star. But. This Bat is just, zero. It's, it's it's too much. The
1: general manager batted zero last
0: year. And so far this year, he's batted zero. I mean, look at look at the Yankee way. I mean, look at what look they keep bringing they just bringing these guys in. There, there's no consequence, there's no repercussions, there's not there's nothing that comes from failure with this team. It's actually you're rewarded for failure with this team. Look at Aaron Hicks in the lineup every single friggin' night. Brian Cashman gets a contract extension, Aaron Boone gets a contract extension.
1: Exactly. All right. You're you you you're terrible. Okay, we'll pay you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the forgotten thing about all of that is we didn't even mention Ben who was part of the IKF Donaldson trade, was brought here to be the starting catcher, or more long lines because he's, I believe he's a lefty hitter. Who knows because no one's ever seen him. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Kyle Higashioka. Really, Apparently, there's been sightings of him down in uh, scranton wilkesbury recently.
0: Okay, yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, he bats left, throws right. Uh, Rortved.
1: Please tell me, please tell me, how any other general manager would survive that? There's not, not even the '80s would let their general manager survive something like that.
0: No. And they oh, wanted. Let's see, let's see here. We got his minor league stats so far. It's with three teams though, so it's split throughout all the minors on here. He's seven for eighteen. This is Rortved. Hitting three three eighty nine four seventy six on base, no home runs yet, but four doubles. Yeah, he so he's started to a nice, in, nice. He started
1: start in single A or yeah. a, or low A or whatever you want to call it. Uh, okay, technically he didn't have a right. a spring training yeah, because had, guess what? Guess what, Ryan? What happened? Hurt.
0: Right. Yeah, he's only had six at bats down in Scranton. He's three for six though down there, looking good so far. Off to a good start. I can't I can't
1: do anything but laugh sometimes. Like sometimes I want to come on here and rant and scream, and then other and then I get in front of the microphone and we talk about it and I just have to laugh
0: to keep my sanity. Yeah, what is it? The six is it six stages of grief? So it's like a one different type of grief for each month of the regular season. Um, This it's Honestly, dude,
1: guys, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that. Um, oh, because I saw people tweeting, "Oh, how do I, how do I get thirty nine thousand people to stay home every night?" You don't, dummy. So shut up, okay? Let people go to ball games. I'm going. I, I got tickets for the game on Saturday. The thought never, it's disgusted as I've been this last two weeks or whatever it is. The thought never crossed my mind to stay home. But I still want to go to the game and and have a, even if they lose, I'll find, you know, just being out at the ballpark, uh, have an in- enjoyable, you know, day out or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a good time. But it's just, got you got to just, at least you use your your platform here like we have here even if you have 40 followers use it it can get retweeted and picked up and then it can go viral you just yeah. just let people know that you're tired you are tired of the of the mismanagement of the Yankees you're tired of it and it Boone there it was loud fire Boone chants at the stadium you don't want 39,000 people to stay home you want them to go to Yankee Stadium and chant fire Aaron Boone fire Boone <laughs>
0: did you because see the- Sorry, Go keep ahead. going with your no, Keep going with yours.
1: Because do you know when the New York Giants and look, whatever you know, we have to see them back it up this year. But do you know when the Giants finally decided it was time to get their heads on straight and bring people in here that knew what they were doing? Mm, when, when the owner got booed out of the building every time mm. he stepped onto the field. When the fans reacted with disgust at what they were watching and the embarrassment became too much for him. That's when he was like, enough. What I'm doing is not working. I need to go bring in guys that know what they were doing. And so far through a year plus the draft, it looks like that they know what they were doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hal Steinbrenner got booed when he when he showed up for Derek Jeter day or Mariano or Paul O'Neill day or whatever it was. And he reacts by giving Brian Cashman an extension. He reacts by not by not forcing Brian Cashman's hand to get rid of Aaron Boone. And I've said this numerous times, and I believe it to be absolutely true, that as long as Brian Cashman is the general manager of the Yankees, you're going to get a, a doofus like Aaron Boone in the dugout that really doesn't have any balls and is going to follow whatever is told to him by the front office but at least let me get somebody in here that might have a better feel for what the hell is happening because Aaron Boone has no feel for what's going on. We've seen it time and time again. The one thing that, <coughs> excuse me, the one thing that this guy could possibly contr- control is is when he can make pitching changes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing that he's worried. That's the thing that he's the worst at.
0: So it seems with the Giants owner that he realized that maybe he was part of the problem, right? Would you say that or is it just I think John
1: Mara did realize that his decision making was part of the
0: problem. So that's where I think the difference is is that they really don't see their actions that they've that the way that they've run this team and handled this team as a problem. They see it as just bad uh, wrong place wrong time, bad luck. We had injuries. It's just a bunch of we we faced a team that was cheating all of these all of this goes back to that lack of account accountability of of not saying that we are the ones that maybe have handled this team wrong and you know even look at when people boo what do they say it's not yeah they deserve to be booed booed it's no the fans are wrong for booing them
1: no, i think the fans are it depends on the circumstance the fans were I, wrong for booing honestly i'd be i you can disagree with me if you want i don't care I think the fans were wrong for booing Aaron Judge in the postseason last year. The guy had an historic season. You don't even sniff the postseason without him. I don't care that he stunk in the postseason. He deserves that grace, period.
0: No, for that's sure. My, I'm, that's I'm my not opinion. Even, yeah. I'm not even saying necessarily about – it wasn't just Judge that they were complaining about, though. It was kind of like a general consensus of of the boos. Even well, with Gallo, Boonhead, I want to say they they were uh, pissed off about the booing.
1: When Boonehead comes out there twice in the same series – and pulls a dominant pitcher for clay Holmes, and clay Holmes gives up the lead or, or, or uh, gives up the the winning run the potential winning run you have every right in your every right to boo in that situation boo
0: boonhead hey you can't spell boonhead without boo you
1: can't spell it without boo you can't spell boon without boo so, uh. okay You heard that here first. Somebody's going to steal that shit, but we we came up with it. Okay. We had it first. All right.
0: Chris, click the okay soundboard for Mike. Okay. 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 We had it first. We're in last. Rays are in first at 26 and six. Best start since the 1984
1: Tigers. Oh, I mean, the Yankees are going to face the Rays this weekend. They got it. I mean, even if they take 2 out of 3 you got to just play good baseball win a couple of games here you know you know you know you're not going to get it all back this weekend you can't lose this series no and then and then expect to i know i said that you don't really want to uh look at the standings until uh until memorial day but you know we're going to be hitting the uh the first weekend of may here against a team that you're already uh, what 8 games behind you don't want to lose Nine. a series to them 9 games behind now and uh, you're going to face them four next week, I believe. So seven out of the yes. thirteen times you're going to play them is in the next week. You got to play. You got to play them. You, you got to play these games tough. You got to come out of here. Uh, even going, I mean, you really have to try to go five and two in these seven games.
0: Yeah, you you definitely need to take this first series. Uh, see after because then you have Oakland in between. So then you should sweep Oakland, take care of business there, and then that four game series will be uh, an interesting one. But so then there, I guess there's two parts to that because you just brought up a good point because now that they're only playing their division 13 times versus what 18 or sometimes 19 times. So I, I, my, my line of thinking was that kind of sucks because that's kind of the best part of September is when you have a kind of a chunk of games against a team that you're, you're right there with within three or four games of, but now the way you're phrasing it is, well, Make these games count now, because you only have six after next week. Only six left against this team. This will be the only time you really get a bulk of games against a team that is in front of you.
1: And Nestor, I mean, Cole's going to miss the series because he just pitched, and Cortez was supposed to pitch, but he's going, he's going, he's going to be uh, backed up to the Oakland series because he's uh, recovering from strep throat. So, I mean, I mean, you're not even going to get oh, your boy. two best available pitchers against them. So. All right, Ryan. Well, we've been beating around the bush. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Let, okay. Okay.
1: Let's get into what Brian Cashman had to say yesterday. You have some of these uh queued yeah. up here?
0: Let's 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 just get right into it. We got some tweets here. So Brian Cashman, he was asked what needs to change with the Yankees 16 and 15 start. And we actually do have the sound by here. Let me just get it. Uh you know, myself and our staff are constantly looking to see what's available. Uh, the silver lining is, at some point, we'll be getting each of these individuals mostly back. All right, that's part one of our Cashman series here. All
1: right. So, all right. So, okay. So, th- already you heard something that you don't like to hear because it's just we're going to sit on our hands and wait for these guys to come back. Okay. Oh, because how many times do you hear it like oh? What if I told you you could get a a a 30 home run hitter at the trade deadline? Somebody that, you know, can drive in 100 runs for you. What if I told you you can get him at the trade deadline for nothing? Would you get it? Would you take it? And you're like, yeah. Well, John Carlstein will be back in the, in July. That's their, That'll be their yep. big move. Like how many that, times have you heard so the Yankees true.
0: say shit like that? I've uh, too many times it's that's exactly I if I told you to I could get the last year. What,
1: what if I told you I could get the reigning MVP in a trade at the trade deadline.
0: Yep. What if I told you? Yeah, I mean that's not that's not what tra- how trading works, Brian. Oh,
1: no, you want to you want to have these guys healthy, okay? Right, and then get other guys not relying on right. Them coming back. That's
0: and then you just, add,
1: you add. Players. This is just not how it works. Okay, Do this is good this is something we've been hearing from the Yankees for years. Like, oh, when Severino was hurt, like, what if I told you you can add an ace at the trade deadline? <laughs> yeah, add one. Not a fucking guy that can't stay on the goddamn mound.
0: Yeah. Right, should we? Play-
1: So you froze there, so can you just give me the cliff notes version of uh, what you said, what that one was?
0: Basically, Cashman was saying in that clip that they, um, they have a lot of infielders, a lot of infield depth that they might be able to get rid of, and they're pursuing some trades, some opportunities, but they have to be the right move. They have to Is be this a, a also when value.
1: is this also the clip where he said that it's hard to make trades in April and May and it's more e- it's easily uh, more easier to do in in the winter time? Is that also the same clip?
0: Uh yeah, I believe that was right. Okay, cuz
1: fucking idiot. Why didn't you make any trades in the winter time then?
0: Right. 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 Where was that when it when you should have really been doing that stuff, Yeah
1: have 87 we say this all the time we have an abundance he even said we have an abundance of infielders why do you have an abundance of infielders why are they all still here
0: right yeah it's uh it's kind of a unfortunate situation but uh you know we don't want to get rid of guys if we're not going to get a nice return and i just haven't liked what i've seen and also don't forget we are getting a few all-stars uh around the deadline we'll get uh, a cy young award winner i think and uh, a former MVP in Stanton and Rodon.
1: This season, without an outfield, without a, without a legitimate major league left fielder, but you had seven shortstops. Does that not seem like a problem? Oh, didn't, didn't he say we we only want to make trades that benefit us and doesn't hurt us in other areas? Brian, you have to give something to get right. something. For somebody that's been a general manager for 25 years, you'd think that you would understand this. It's right. not all about you, okay? That's why you're divorced, because you don't know how to reciprocate to your partner. Damn. Yeah, you, have to give, you have to give back. <laughs> It can't be all pleasure for you. You have to give back to your partner,
0: right? Yeah, you you kind of they help you with your weakness. Help me help you, kind of thing. But you're not going to help you steal from them. That's that would be what every other team does to you. Uh, what else we got here? He was also saying uh, that he did explore some trades pretty much in the off season, but none of them he felt made put the team in a better position right now. He says oh, they tried so to trade infielders. Myself. I'm but so glad just, that you brought this up. They just didn't get a good enough offer in return. Just I'm, like go, I'm so glad
1: you brought this up because right. I cannot believe that I let this go for this long.
0: I honestly can't believe that I let this go for
1: this long and how it slipped under the fucking rug like this, okay? there was It was so innocuous too and like not enough people have talked about this but there was a report out there and I believe it came from Joel Sherman that the Yankees had Aaron Hicks out of here.
0: Mhm. To the Rockies, right?
1: To the Rockies and the Rockies were going to pay approximately what 50% of the salary and the Yankees are going to pick up the other half.
0: I thought it would be more that the Yankees would pick up. But I don't have that exact quote on me. I mean, it, it honestly it doesn't matter at this yeah. point, but they were they right, they
1: then- had him shipped out of here. Somebody was willing to pay him something. And the Yan- and, and Cashman balked and said they didn't want to give up on him yet.
0: Mhm. I mean, they had it. They had it. They gave it to him. They gave him the out. Look, 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 look.
1: When you make a mistake in life, right? When you mm-hmm. screw up so bad, you're just looking for somebody to bail you out, right? Yep. You were bailed out, dude. You were bailed out. The Rockies came to you, right? And they said, they said to you, Brian, look, man, we'll take them. We'll pay 30 cents on the dollar. We'll take them. We'll give you like this catching this twenty-seven year old catcher in double in A. But we'll take him, dude. Like we'll we will take him. We'll get him out of your hair. You know, we'll we'll find something to do with him. We'll do you this favor. Mm-hmm. And Brian Cashman was like, nah, nah, no, nah, I'm good. You know what that's akin to, Brian? You know what that's what's, akin to? What's that? It's like when the Titanic was going down, right? And the ship is sinking. And then some, and then another boat comes along, yeah. and you're swimming in the water, right? <laughs> and they throw a raft out to you, so you can come on the boat. And you're like, "No, you know, I think I can make it to the shore here. Yeah,
0: we 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 got this. We'll be. All I right. think
1: I got this. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And I, I think part of the reason why I didn't bring this up sooner, and why I've kind of let it go, is because I really don't want to believe that it's true. I really don't want to believe that somebody was actually willing to bail out the Yankees of Aaron Hicks and Brian Cashman said no. Mm-hmm. That right there is the might be the biggest sin this guy has ever made as general manager.
0: Yeah. That you spread, had somebody that
1: could have bailed you out of one of your out of a, a huge disaster yeah. on this team. This guy, look, we saw the everybody pretty much saw the video of how he wanted no part of roll call the other night. And, you know, granted, and nobody wants to rip Aaron Hicks more than I do, but like we said, there's times to boo guys, there's times not to boo guys. If you're doing roll call, don't chant sucks after they're calling his name. (laughs) You know, at least like, let can you let that go? Like roll call is supposed to be like a good thing. You know, can we like let that go? And then when he tips his cap or whatever he's going to do, then chant Aaron Hicks sucks. Like, can we at least yeah. let it go through roll call? But even before, like, he really wanted no part of it, bro. No. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to ingratiate himself to the fans. And you want to know something? And I saw some people saying, I don't blame Aaron Hicks for, for that because the fans are absolutely brutal to him. He's earned everything that he's gotten from this fan base.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kind of a point we were making in the offseason was that negative environment that the Yankees are creating by keeping guys around like Donaldson and like Aaron Hicks. Is that really the atmosphere you want to create? And roll call, it's right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> Having this guy out there is just you're susceptible to getting those kinds of fan interactions. And you were right about that, Aaron Hicks. The the rumor was that Colorado would have taken on half of that contract. The remaining of it.
1: 15 million dollars of free salary coming your way of salary relief got rid of a player you don't want and the fans don't want he doesn't want to be here yeah you said no and you said no but do you have any faith that this team is going to do anything that that even remotely resembles the right thing? I'm wearing it tonight. Smarter Yankees. Trade Aaron Hicks. He was gone. He was out the fucking door. And you said no. What do you think you're getting? Turn.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Christian, injuries happen. And ultimately, we're getting a lot of injuries right now. Uh, That's certainly killing us. But I have nothing that I can convict here, Christian. If you want to convict somebody, convict me okay this is my responsibility okay guilty convicted
1: jail for life okay how about that even if
0: if i want to no i would i am you you it is your responsibility this is your construction site and it's botched oh God, wait! Well, hold on. We got one more. You want to? You want to do this? This final, final Aaron. Hey, let's hits. do this final. Uh, excuse one. me, final Brian Cashman sound. Sure, let's here. Let's do it. Don't give up on us. Don't count us out. This is a championship caliber operation.
1: And there it is. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the gaslighting continues because the Yankees hey. know as long as they say that there will be people that believe them. Yeah. And yes. I will be the first to admit I am not giving up on this team because that would just that's just not ingrained in me. But to sit here and truly believe that this is a championship team, show me what they have done that would lead you to believe that this is a real championship team. Because I'm telling you that the general manager of a real championship team does not start the season with an infielder as his left fielder. One that honestly, and I love Oswaldo Cabrera. I thought he brought a lot of great energy to this team last year. If this team was healthy, he'd be eating at that den. He's outside of Scranton, PA right now <laughs> because he doesn't deserve a roster spot. He needs to go out there and work on some things and maybe get his head straight because he hasn't uh, he hasn't kind of been the um, the same player this year. He's another guy. His OPS is under five hundred, batting one something. I mean there's they're not there's not getting any help from him, but this team wants to tell you that they're a championship team so you believe it so you so you so you come out to the ballpark and you spend your money and you keep coming and that's what they want you to. don't count us out guys I'm telling you we're good we're good that's why you know as much as we want Brian Cashman to sit there and do something he don't want him to do. Mm-hmm. And bring in a left fielder? What's he gonna do? Bobby, he's probably looking at payrolls of teams across major league baseball and and not even realizing that Bobby Bonilla is fucking 60, but all he's seeing is like, oh, look at this guy, Bobby Bonilla. Look at his numbers. Oh, he's a 25, 30 home run guy. <laughs> and, and the Mets are paying him 1.6 million dollars this oh. year. We could we could get him. Ooh, we wow, can get I him, like right? That.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Oh, wait a second. How old is he here? What does that say there? Oh, okay. Hasn't played? Hasn't played in this millennium? Okay, Bobby Bonilla Day, what's that? Let me look that up. Uh,
1: oh, hey. They say all the time, a fish rots from the head down, right? So that's Hal Steinbrenner, he's the head of this thing, right? Yeah. Sure.
0: He's the head of our fish.
1: Makes this sense. is This is his brain trust here. This is where he made his this is where you get mad at Hal Steinbrenner. Not for the money he spends. For the person he employs to spend
0: that money. That's
1: where you get mad at Hal Steinbrenner for.
0: Right. Because he's spending the money, it's just the personnel isn't using it effectively, and he's in charge of personnel.
1: It's frustrating, man, and you know this is what it is to be a Yankee fan these days. It's people like, oh, you're you you're two games over five hundred, you know, blah blah blah. It's like you're not even really that bad, and uh, and uh, you guys make the playoffs every year, and all you do is bitch and complain. Okay, right? no, it's not. It's not. It's not bitching and complaining. And I'm sick and tired of people saying that. Like what? Like in that tweet that I said with Boone him. some guy said, well, he could have made the right move and not worked, and you'd still complain about it. No, you fucking jerk off. I don't fucking complain about shit like that. I complain about the constant stupidity of this team. And if you are too blind to see it, then that's great. I hear that the summer internships for the YPM are starting soon. Maybe you should get your applications in. But you're not going to get that here.
0: Yeah, because we've been doing this for too long now. we We see it happening all over again. It's just those same issues. They keep repeating and coming up over and over again.
1: Bought in in 2016, okay? We bought in. Yep. And the Yankees were like, time to change this shit up. Time to do something different, right? We bought into it. It was time for a rebuild. It really was, okay? There's no doubt about it. After Jeter broke his ankle in 2012, that was the end of an era right there. Mm -hmm. That was an end of an era in that ALCS. As soon as that ankle snapped, snapped, it was an end of an era. Then the Yankees got old. They got boring. They got hard to watch. And I got people tweeting out, oh, this is the worst lineup I've ever seen in my life. Did you live through 2013? Honestly, did you live through 2013? Because Joe Girardi deserves a fucking monument for getting that team over 500. He really does.
0: Yeah, that was a long stretch with those kinds of lineups too.
1: And Brian Cashman went to Hal Steinbrenner and he said, I need to run this the way I got to run this. And it was Greg Bird and it was Tyler Austin and it was Aaron Judge and it was Luis Severino and Gary Sanchez. And name all these guys, name them. These were the guys. These are the guys we're bringing up. These are the guys that are going to lead a resurgence here. And the worst thing that ever happened to the Yankees was getting to the Game 7 in the ALCS in 2017 because what they really needed to do was hit fucking rock bottom with this team and really rebuild properly because as much as I love them, if the Yankees don't do that, if they, if they have that type of rebuilding year that they really needed to have, Mm. they don't go out there and make a trade for John Carl Stanton. And maybe things can happen a little bit more organically, but they went and they pushed the issue, which was fine because if you're ahead of schedule, go for it. But the problem is, is that once they did that, They got to a point where they couldn't get past the hump here. They couldn't get over the hump now. And we kept hearing, you know, we got to reset the luxury tax so we can go for it, which was fine. Sell me on the idea. Sell me on the process right now, which is they did. And I was for it because we needed change. Something different had to happen, right? Mm -hmm. That's why these revenue charts are so stupid. People are like, well, well, look what the Yankees did. They cut payroll in 2017 and 2018. That's easy to say, and it's good to fun. It's fun to push your narrative that house cheap by saying that, but you had no context to it because when you get rid of Carlos Beltran and Brian McCann and Mark DeSher and all these guys that are making tens of millions of dollars a year and replace them with younger guys, your payroll is going to go down. And nobody had an issue with that because you needed to get younger. You needed to bring up these kids and get rid of these aging veterans. Right. And then here, you know, and then here we are, Ryan. And then it was always like, you know, 17 was the magic carpet, right? We'll bring in John Carl Stan, but we're really not ready yet. It was 2019 was the year, right? And then it was like, okay, well, we got back to the LCS, but we're, so it really wasn't our year because we don't have the ace, right? Oh, we don't have the ace. It's not really our year. We're bringing Garrett Cole, and then fucking COVID happens. And then the Yankees treated that season like a joke, okay? We all – regardless of what you feel about it, the Yankees only felt that they needed to get to a certain number of wins to get into the playoffs that year, which is what they did. And then they completely took their foot off the pedal. And then, you know, we all know the Davey Garcia disaster. They lose to the Rays. You know, and then 2021, 2022, and now here we are in 2023. 2021 and 2022 is when the Yankees should have, you know, gotten over the hump. And they don't do that. They haven't done that yet.
0: And I think you hit the nail on the head with that whole – the that maybe it would have been for the best if they completely collapsed in 2016 – when those young guys came up and they just fell apart and then 2017 was a rebuild instead of a retool. Remember how much we praised that, how it wasn't a rebuild. It was a retool. They, yeah. they, they, they were one of the, one of the only examples of a team that could lose an entire, pretty much payroll and then replace it and still be competitive. We praised that. But then in the long run, then it goes back to how they operate and, and they might've needed that, extreme failure for their eyes to open up and maybe really change how they do things. Kind of like what happened with the giants. They hit rock bottom in football and and now they, they you know, writing was on the wall and they actually acted on it.
1: Oh, here we are now in 2023 and this team just looks like a mess. They're frustrating to watch, you know, and it's just, when does it end? You know, Aaron judge can come back. John Carl Stan can come back. Carlos Rodon, savvy. All these guys can come back.
0: We got Luca in the chat right now. He's he's posting the uh he posted the 2013 uh some of those guys on the roster Zoilo Almonte, Vernon Wells, David Adams, Chris Stewart, Lyle Overbay, Travis Hafner, I think was in there too. Oh man. Oof.
1: Guys, nice. you can feel any way you want to feel, but you gotta you just have to recognize that this team is just they're they're the Yankees and they're one of the worst run organizations in baseball. They really are. But Hey, you know what? There's no need to, the way that ownership looks at it, there's no need to make a change because we, all of us, everybody that can hear my voice and see me, we're all stupid because we live for this team. So we're going to be there. We're going to be in front of the TV tomorrow night. We're going to go out to ball games we're still gonna we're 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 just not gonna give up on this team. Some people might, and that's fine. You do what you want to do, but the Yankees know that they have people like me for life. Yep, they could. They I could sit here until I'm 80 and I'll die, you know, in front of this microphone, mm. complaining about this team. But they they know that that's all I'm yeah. gonna do is complain about it. I'm still gonna watch every single game.
0: Same here, man. I'm I'm in I'm in it for the long haul. Long haul, I uh, just, I and again,
1: dude, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna sit here and complain about it. Brian Cashman's not going anywhere, but Aaron Boone has to go. I'm sorry, and I just and I'll end it on this. And I know I've said this a hundred times that I don't think it's fair that Brian Cashman would be the guy to would be able to pick the next manager because he is the reason for all this mess, right? Mm-hmm. But it's time, man. Look what happened with the Phillies last year. Fire Joe Girardi, Rob Thompson comes in, gets him to the World Series. It might just be time for a different voice in that clubhouse. It's been six years now, and he's gotten progressively worse. Yeah. You could say they might like him as a person, and I don't doubt that one bit. I don't doubt that anybody in that locker room doesn't like Aaron Boone. I honest to God from everything that I know about Aaron Boone and have heard about Aaron Boone. He's a, one of the best human beings on this planet. Probably true. But I would say to a man, they don't fucking respect him as a manager.
0: I uh, I don't know. I don't know how much, how much they're buying into Aaron Boone. I know that was kind of the narrative when Girardi left that he didn't have the locker room and they weren't buying in. I I don't know, man. I'm kind of just it's it's tough because it's just like it's one thing after the next with this with this team. I don't I don't know. My booner my booner for boon, man. It turned to a boon head. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I on that note I don't think we have anything else to say. Yeah, that's it. So like we said, the Yanks are going to be in Tampa this weekend. It's a big series. It's early, but it's a big series. 6.40 Friday, 4.10 Saturday, one forty on Sunday. So Yanks just got to find a way to get shit done here. Um, We want you to head over to uh, Tampa. our Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast and, and, throw us a follow. If you're still in the chat, please like this video and subscribe yeah. to, uh, please subscribe, NYY man. news He's, TV here, man. We were want seven
0: it. subs away from 15,700 on the NYY news. TV. There's no channel.
1: reason why this channel shouldn't Mickey be at man. 20, shouldn't be at 20 K by
0: the all-star break. Oh, well over, well over 20. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. And over, uh, under, I'm going over. Okay. I'm a 20 K. Okay. All right. uh, uh Tony in Brooklyn, go ahead. And uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star rating and review. All that said, uh, for anybody that's wondering where Chris is, nobody's wondering where Chris
0: is. Nah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just it's as if it's as if he's never was never here.
1: I bet you wish that plenty of times in your life.
0: Uh, yeah, almost every day from age uh, like eight to thirteen. Gap
1: of time right there. Uh, him, Chris yeah. is doing like we said last week. Chris is doing well. He's just it's life, bro. Some like I yeah, man. said that I had a really long week, and that's why I can't I couldn't piece everything together early on in the show. It's it, life gets you know you got family and commitments and responsibilities, and that's just that's just life sometimes. Uh, we were hoping he was going to be here today. We almost had him, and then uh, something came up last minute, but. We're super hopeful that he will be here next week, uh, and hopefully, because um, it looks it, we're we're bouncing around a lot, guys. If you haven't noticed, we're bouncing around to uh, make sure that game season live is the is is uh on every night. So uh, if you look at the schedule, we should be on Wednesday night because the Yanks are playing at twelve thirty. Uh. uh Day game on Wednesday, so Wednesday should be our next night. So we're hoping Chris is here to hopefully talk about a nice stretch of of Yankee Go. baseball here. They took the series in Cleveland. Let's hope that they can you know continue some positive momentum, take a series against Tampa, and I mean, you know, do what you got to do with the fucking A's, dude. Come on.
0: Yeah that that's really that's going to be the key here. If you take two out of three and then you drop that series against Oakland, I'm gonna again. But let's get there first, one game out of time. Get there here.
1: first. So uh, yeah. we want to thank everybody for listening and watching episode 330 of the NYYST podcast. Thank you very much for your continued support of NYYST and NYY News TV. SGR, say goodbye.